welcome everybody. My name is Jeremy. Uh, we've got Roby here with us. Um, thank you for joining us, Roby. Oh, thanks. Thank you for hosting us, Jeremy. <laughs> uh, we are concluding our series talking about empathy. Uh, in this episode, we'll be talking about self-forgetfulness. Yes. Uh, what, is that? what does that mean? Yeah, yeah. What does that mean? So we've been going through uh, talking about empathy from a big picture level. Yeah. And now we're talking about the practice of empathy. Yeah. And, uh, and we'll probably, um, we're, we're going to take a pause from this, this series, but we'll probably pick up uh, the subject of empathy again um, in a few weeks to, to dial it in in various spheres and take it down a level. But we're kind of doing kind of an overview of this really important subject. But these last three episodes of the series have been about the practice of empathy. We've talked about listening, validating, um, but now we're talking about self-forgetfulness. And this is, um, we're calling this a practice, but uh, this is more of an internal uh, subject, but super important for the subject of empathy. And we're getting this from um, uh, Tim Keller's book, Freedom of Self-Forgetfulness. I know you've engaged that book yeah. as well. Amazing very good book. book, right? Very good book. Yeah, it's it's short. Like It's like three chapters, I think, or something like that. It's a very short book. Short I book. Remember. It's it's like one of those. I think uh, both Rebecca, my wife Rebecca, and I love this book. And it's one of those like you read once a year kind of yeah. books. It's, it's super, super helpful. And he's defining self-forgetfulness. He's pulling an idea from C.S. Lewis, Tim Keller is. And he basically defines it like this. He says, humility is not thinking less of yourself. It's thinking of yourself less, which is brilliant. I mean, it sounds like just a semantic turn of a phrase, but it is actually utterly profound. Typically, we think of humility as like, oh, I'm a nobody. I'm nothing. It's thinking less of yourself. But that's not humility. Humility is just thinking of yourself less. It's spending less time thinking about yourself. Because sometimes, like false humility is like, oh, I'm nothing. I'm a nobody. Well, that's not true. Like no one's a nothing. Um, like we, uh, humility usually starts with having an, uh, having uh, an accurate view of who mm. we are. Um, it's like if LeBron is like, you know, oh, sorry, Steph Curry. <laughs> to use Jeremy's favorite. If uh, <laughs> Steph Curry was like, it's just we hear about Steph Curry all the time, yeah. Jeremy. Anyway, right? Right, he, he's, so. he, yeah, he's yeah, he's he's, he's so pretty good. good. He's pretty good. Very um, good. Steph Curry's like, <laughs> Steph Curry's like, I'm decent at basketball. We'd be like, are you serious? Like, yeah, that's ridiculous. You're amazing. So um, that's not humility. That'd be false humility. So he's defining humility as thinking of yourself less. So let, let's take this one more level deep. Really, in the end, insecurity and arrogance are not poles on a spectrum they mm-hmm. actually stem from the same thing they're not really a whole lot different from me from each other because they're both preoccupation with self yeah yeah insecurity is focusing on my flaws arrogance is focusing on my strengths and usually someone who suffers from one or the other is is usually ping-ponging back and forth one day they feel like they're the king of the world the next day they feel like you know they're the bottom of the heap you know they're just back and mm-hmm. forth between the two and so it really stems from the same thing, preoccupation with self. And so um, th- this is about the um, the freedom of self-forgetfulness is, um, the, as the book in, entitles, is finding a freedom from not being so self-centered, self-preoccupied, self-absorbed. It's just, and I'm not saying, you know, some people act self-absorbed. Some people at least have the tact and emotional intelligence to not act self-absorbed, but that doesn't mean we're not self-absorbed. I mean, we may still be just, we may be very conscious of how we're acting, but still just think about ourselves a whole lot. 
And so the the idea of self forgetfulness is just um, is is not being so preoccupied with ourselves and thinking of ourselves less. The problem is, how do you do that? Because you can't just create a vacuum in your brain. You know, I can't, if I tell you, Jeremy, hey, whatever you do, don't think about a pink polka dot elephant dancing on a bouncy ball. Like you can't, you just can't create a, a vacuum. So you can't just say, stop thinking about yourself. We'll just, our brains can't handle that we have to fill our minds with something else. Mm-hmm. So what Tim Keller says, and we're not gonna go too deep down this road because this would be for another podcast, but what we need to do is first fill our minds with God, with mm-hmm. the Lord, and then um, the Lord will then direct us to fill our minds with others. Mm-hmm. And so um, p- part of, the, uh, part of the, the self-forgetfulness, how do we not be so preoccupied with ourselves is to be focused on to fill our minds with something other than ourselves, the Lord and others. You know, Jesus said, the greatest commandment is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And the second is to love your neighbor as yourself. As yourself. So fill your mind with God first and with others. That gets our mind off of ourselves. I think that's a perfect segue into um, linking self-forgetfulness with empathy because yes. we're talking about people. We're talking about... Um, you know, prioritizing them yes. and whatever it is that, that they're, exp- just prioritizing them. Sure. Uh, make the link. Yeah. So uh, the link between self-forgetfulness and empathy is is an important one. Um, so we talked about listening informs empathy, validation expresses empathy, self-forgetfulness feeds empathy. Mm. Especially when we're thinking of it in terms of it's not just, creating a vacuum, but filling our minds with the Lord and with others, it will feed empathy. Let me give you an example of, of self-forgetfulness and, and why, um, why it's so important for empathy. Let's say your friend calls you and they're really upset. They just wrecked their car. They're like, oh man, I just got in a car. I'm fine, but oh, it's just such a burden. You know, my, my car's totally wrecked. I, you know, I'm going to be like, I don't know how I'm going to get around and it's a huge financial burden. And um, you're there and you're listening, but in the back of your mind, you're thinking, oh no, they were going to drive me to the airport in a couple days. What am I going to do? <laughs> and I think we've probably all been there where someone's sharing something and you're like, I'm trying to be there for you, but this really affects me. And it's going to, if I can't get over that, it's going to impede my ability to have empathy for someone else. Now that's a funny example. Um, well, maybe a funny example. I, I'll let me give a, a little bit more of a personal one. Not long ago, I had what I would consider one of the worst parenting scenarios oh, that you can man. deal with. I mean, not like the tragic ones, but just like those that are just like, oh, this is the worst, that kind of level one. And I get, um, I'm laying there in bed, it's middle of the night, and I just feel like a, a tap, tap, tap on my on my my chest. And I wake up and, and there's my, my little man, my, my buddy, Nehemiah, my son. And he's like, dad i'm like okay come and we walk out of the room and um and i'm like what what's 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 going on man he's like i just threw up all over my bed <laughs> there's just nothing worse than getting woken up in the middle of the night to clean vomit like that's just i mean it's it's one of those it's parenting gross. lows okay <laughs> so 
I mean, we're, and, and I, I'm going to spare you the details, but like, it was like, I was in the backyard hosing off betting. Like uh-huh. it was, it was just the whole full gamut. So I am just in a bad mood. I am just, I'm cleaning stuff. I'm cleaning him. I'm cleaning the bed. I'm putting stuff in the washing machine. I'm hosing stuff off. And I'm like, you know, and I'm just like, I am just like feeling so sorry for myself. I'm like, this is the worst. Yeah. About 20 minutes into it, I'm, I'm in the bathroom with him, like kind of like, helping him change and clean up. And it took about 20 minutes for me to realize, you know what might be worse than getting woken up by having to clean up someone's vomit is getting is waking up vomiting. That's it. It took me about 20 minutes to realize my poor little guy has had a really, really rough night. <laughs> like, how is he doing? And I'm like, man, I had to just stop, put it down be like, buddy, are you okay? Like, and I hate, I wish I didn't have to say this. It took me a long time to forget myself and empathize with what he's going through. And so, man, as a parent, as a spouse, you know, your spouse goes through a difficult season and sometimes, man, we can be so absorbed with how it's affecting us that it's hard to empathize with what they're going through. We can have a friend who's just not themselves for a long, long, long time and it's a bummer because we miss them. We miss the fun that we had. We miss what they, what they, what they, um, what they brought to us. And um, <clears throat> when someone's going through a difficult, a parent is going through a hard time, and we look to them for certain things in our lives or whatever it may be. Maybe a sibling. We have people around us that a lot of times, if we don't have self forgetfulness, it's hard to empathize with them because we're just so focused on what how that affects us. So self-forgetfulness, when I get kind of put myself aside, the ability to, and the reflex and instinct to put myself aside, it feeds that space for me to be able to empathize with how you're feeling and not just how it affects me. The interesting thing about self-forgetfulness and empathy is not only does self-forgetfulness feed empathy, empathy then in reverse feeds self-forgetfulness. They actually energize each other and get stronger with each other. The more self-forgetfulness, self-forgetful I am, the more capacity I can be em- empathetic. Mm-hmm. The more I sit in that empathy, the more I'm filling my mind with the needs of others and, I, and I'm being appropriately self-forgetful. And then that helps me be emp- more empathetic, helps me be more self-forgetful. The inverse is true though as well. If I'm, ups- if I'm um, kind of absorbed with myself, I can't be empathetic. And then with that absence of empathy, I'm still absorbed with myself. Mm. And so um, those two feed off of each other. And that's why we're kind of bringing this into a practice uh, of, of self-forgetful, self-forgetfulness. Now, one caveat before we continue. When Jesus uh, talked about what love is, he says, love your neighbor as yourself. And I think this is a really important caveat here. Because sometimes Christians can misunderstand the command to love and and the idea of self-forgetfulness. Self-forgetfulness does not mean self-neglect. Loving God and loving your neighbor does not mean not loving yourself. There is an amount of appropriate self-care and self-love that Jesus is expecting. He says, love your neighbor as yourself. He doesn't say love your neighbor, not yourself. We, we talk a lot in the Christian faith about s- serving others, 
We talk a lot about self-sacrifice, but there is this foundational expectation of self-care. Um, um, husbands are commanded to, Paul, Peter commands husbands, I'm pretty sure it's Peter, he says to care for their, lo- their wives as their own bodies. There is an expectation of self-care in the scripture that sometimes we can focus because we tend to be our, our tendency is usually more towards self-centeredness and self-absorption that we have to spend more time talking about self-sacrifice and serving that's appropriate but there are some people that can take that too far to the place where they're a doormat mm-hmm. there is a a level of self-care that is appropriate there is a level of self-care and self-love that is appropriate. Um, so self-forgetfulness does not mean um, self-neglect. Can I ask you something? Yeah. How do you know you're on the path of self-neglect? Yeah, like how uh, that you've taken it too far. That you've taken it too far. Yeah. And this is just like a lifestyle kind of like. Yeah, that's a that's a really important question, and I, you know, probably a subject that we could do a deeper dive in another podcast. But um, you know, just a couple thoughts: um, how you're moving from self forgetfulness to self neglect. Um, so there's a difference between if I'm avoiding something because it's uncomfortable versus avoiding something because it's unhealthy. So if I'm avoiding something because it's uncomfortable, like I need to be willing to get uncomfortable for the good of someone else. But if it's unhealthy for me, that is a danger sign. Like I need a, uh, I need to take a step back and and assume probably that's not what the Lord's calling me to do. Um, you, you know, it, it's like the oxygen mask uh, illustration. You know, you put the oxygen mask on yourself before you put it on someone else. If you're unhealthy, you're not going to be able to be healthy for someone else. You, you've got to make sure that there's self care. Or uh, another another thing is it, another way of looking at it is is something people is it. Uh, pleasing people or loving people. So um, I'm called to love people. That doesn't always mean I'm going to please people. So Mm. I might be setting up a boundary in a relationship because it's unhealthy for me. um, And that may make that other person not happy. And they may shame me, guilt me, telling me I'm neglecting them. But I know that I need to create that boundary because um, I'm actually, it's it's unhealthy otherwise for me. And I'm actually going to be able to love them better with that boundary. Um, if I'm operating out of guilt versus wisdom, so if it can be, if I'm just be, if I'm operating cause I feel guilty or I feel like, um, you know, I, I have to, to please God or to be a good Christian or to please that person. I, I, I feel guilty not doing that. I'm probably going to be moving to self neglect rather than self forgetfulness is just coming from a place of wisely loving someone else. So there are several boundaries there, but in the end, um, we're called to, to, um, love our neighbor as ourselves. Um, love our spouses as our own bodies, as uh, as it says. It's actually Ephesians. Paul says, um, now that I, I remember, um, it's it's actually loving each other as our own bodies. Self forgetfulness is important. It feeds empathy, um, but it does not mean self neglect. And I think keeping that line is super important. Okay. Well, as far as um, what we've discussed, how what would what would you say is one takeaway? Um, um, putting into practice self-forgetfulness. Yeah, I think one practical way to think through this of, of how to pursue self-forgetfulness would be, and there's many, but one would be our prayer time. Again, kind of audit your prayers. 
So um, is most of my prayer my requests of the things I want God to do for me? Mm. Or do I start with praise and thankfulness to God? Yeah. And then intercession for others. I don't want to neglect praying for me. That's important. It's commanded. Present your requests to God. Like we're told to do that. Like give space in your prayers to the Lord. But do I give space in my prayers for intercession? You know, we are all the time as Christians saying, yeah, I'll pray for you. Do I? Like, do I actually stop and pray? Even praying with empathy and just saying, man, I, Lord, I'm sure this person's struggling. Lord, please. Like, how would I pray if I was struggling through that? Pray that for someone else. So filling our minds, if, if I start, and I hope that uh, as believers, we, we pray continually, but I hope we also set aside focus time to pray. I think that's an important practice that Christ modeled and we're commanded to get that time with the Lord and just really taking space to pray for others. And, and we can kind of see in our prayer life, kind of we can see a window into how self-preoccupied we are mm. in our prayer life. Again, that's not to say to neglect yourself. Man, pr- come before the Lord. There's plenty of scriptures where it, you have a psalmist pouring out like, Lord, I feel like this and I'm, uh, this is a terrible situation. There's plenty of, of place to do that. Uh, even the Lord, even Jesus did that. We definitely want to cry out to the Lord and present our requests and our needs and, and make him the strong tower to which we run. But just take a little bit of an audit. It, is that all I'm doing in prayer? Do I take time to, to put, set my mind on, on who the Lord is and draw strength from meditating on his beauty and glory and power and presence and love and like draw strength from that? Am I... Um, going to battle and giving time and laboring empathetically for those around me. I, I want to be able to to get lost in worship of God and get lost in intercession and prayer. And so I, I think thinking through um, thinking through how that affects our prayer life is a helpful practice for for self forgetfulness. Yeah, and and it goes into what you had referenced from um, the book from from Timothy, sure. Timothy Keller. Uh, it's it, humility is not thinking of thinking less of yourself, but thinking of yourself less. Absolutely. And with interceding, it's I'm not disregarding myself for my requests, but um, at, at the same time, I'm I'm holding others at a higher priority than myself. Um, but thank you for sharing that, Roby. Uh, guys, thank you for joining us on this episode of the City Rev Life Podcast. We'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to the City Rev Life Podcast. Feel free to subscribe or leave a rate and review. If you want more content or additional resources, head to cityrev.org or download our app. We hope you have a great day.